He has a Gretsch too, and we we use the Gretsch on one of our EPs. Oh, on the kit. Nice. Yeah, and it's so fucking loud. It's like hella small, but punches. Oh, he has like the size, the eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like my my dream drum drum set. Everyone I've uh, everyone that I've had on the podcast so far, we've like kind of talked about this, and I had to tell them the story <laughs> of how like I wanted this since I was like in high school, but couldn't afford it. Oh fuck yeah, yeah man! And then finally, I found I found one on uh, Reverb. This one okay. was because uh, they they don't make this color anymore. Yeah. Um, you can like check your mic while we're okay. before we get started here, but um, it was four hundred bucks on Reverb. God damn! Yeah, hell so, yeah! But it was like it, came, it was like covered in in like like a layer of like that smoke dirt stuff. It was <laughs> disgusting. So I took it completely apart and cleaned it. Now it's, yeah. you know, it's awesome. So the house set. Dude, this mic fucking picks up pretty good. Yeah, I've it like maxed out. Fuck yeah. Cool. Can you hear yourself okay? Check. Yeah. Yeah. Hear it, myself. Yeah. You can adjust it however you want. Like it gets kind of some plosives, so just watch out for that. But yeah. So we can start the podcast. Um, song. Cool. Uh, so uh, this is songwriters therapy. Uh, Matt just showed up. We've got Phil standing by. <laughs> Filthy Phil. No, yeah. No mic for Phil. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah songwriter therapy uh matt hit me up earlier today uh about the episode we did with tim and was down to just like show up today i didn't have anything going on so thanks a lot matt yeah man no problem um so uh i always start off the um the podcast asking my guests like um why are you on a podcast called songwriter therapy so if you like introduce yourself and say why why you're on this podcast holy wait we, we can cuss <laughs> on right on the spot dude yeah dude all right for sure oh uh, fuck dude i don't, I don't <laughs> honestly don't know man to be honest with you like i just heard uh tim's and tim he's like probably the one of the first people that i saw he's he's sea which is uh southeast asian mm -hmm. just like me and like we're i've known him since he was like a scene kid yeah was, you know yeah he's and, telling me like the, his hair he had like yep. a straight haircut and yeah. stuff yeah, back back in the day, like he he had that scene here, and before I I became bald, I had a fucking huge like green mohawk. So. Nice. So we, I mean, we we came from different music styles, but I mean, with the scene now, like we all just like came together. But when I when I heard that shit, like all this the song the songwriter therapy, I was looking through, and I was like, oh shoot, you have Tim and you have Cheyenne. Yeah. And I was like, those are two people that I know for sure. Like that's from Stockton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shine was like the best inaugural uh, podcast. Oh, for sure. She's just like the best. Like we could just talk for probably could have gone on for like three hours. Oh, we, yeah. Hell yeah. Man. We didn't stop it. Yeah, she's 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 good. She's cool, man. Like Pine Palm, like even Tanner. Shout out to Tanner. Yeah. She's tight as fuck. Yeah, I want to get Tanner on here Dude, too. But like since should. we did Cheyenne first, I, uh, I just haven't asked space him it yet. Out. Yeah, I got to space yeah. it out a little bit. <laughs> Maybe when they uh, when they release something new or... Uh, you know for before. sure we're uh we're gonna do a house show with with them in february we just like got all the details ironed out so nice. maybe yeah. before that i'll try to get tanner on fuck what what was the question again my bad oh why are you on this podcast called songwriters therapy um i'm on this podcast i think i mean i'm just gonna fucking take this out of my butt right now but um <laughs> well because i i come from well my name is matt rat they call me matt rat in stockton I'm from Stockton, California. You got to represent the 209. You know how it is. Um, I mean, I've gone through a lot of, not necessarily music music genres, but I've been in the scene since I was a kid, you know, since like 
13, 14, you mm-hmm. know, being a street punk kid, listening to Oi, skin, skinhead music and stuff, and eventually branching out to more other stuff like hip-hop, like boom-bap and stuff, and even like hardcore, power violence, maybe a little bit of scram, shout-out to No Worries. <laughs> um, I also, well, I do that shit too, but I also do like acoustic stuff, which is a pretty good like polar opposite kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um... I just felt like every 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 time and like even in life, you know, you gotta just do things yourself, and that's what the punk culture kind of taught me. Is sure, DIY yeah. shit, you know. And with like music and stuff, I just I was I was always inclined to play stuff, but I wasn't like technical. You know how Tim like he's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. yeah. Ethel was, oh my god, man. He's yeah, like he's a, like we're not worthy. Yeah, kind of. He's god tier, man. Yeah. He's fucking god tier. Me, I I just like to play chords, you know, like. <laughs> Just give me, let me just do some, like, Ramones type of shit, you know? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I can totally but, relate. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, like, listening to, like, I'm going to say this right now, like, my favorite band is Rancid because mm-hmm. Tim Armstrong, he's a fucking the greatest songwriter I've ever, like, heard, you know? Yeah. And he keeps his shit real. Like, even, like, from, like, that all that punk stuff and even, like, skinhead music, like, uh, Cox Bar, like, all those old, old head stuff, mm-hmm. like, they literally just have, like, power chords and their lyrics are fucking tired as fuck and they're just straight to the point like no one's beating around the bush no one's fucking trying to be technical with hammer-ons and pull-offs and solos they just go through it and i think with all that stuff like i got really influenced on writing my own stuff especially with lyrics Mm -hmm. like all the lyrics that i make like it's like i'm just i just keep it 100 yeah 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 think that's my answer that's the way to go dude that's a good answer it's probably one of the best ones we've had so far yeah you gotta be real Uh, yeah yeah uh i mean no slight to to like some of my best friends that have been on this podcast but some people like oh i heard you're doing a podcast so that's why i'm here i'm like well the question was why are you on a podcast called songwriters therapy but i i love everyone who's been on the podcast so far it's been it's been pretty uh pretty cool um yeah so like this this thing's really just a conversation about music for like an hour um, but, uh, one thing that we could probably start with is, uh, if you could tell a little bit about your backstory, you said you started getting into like the local music scene around like 13, like what got you yeah. into, into just like going to shows and, and also like just playing guitar, like what made you okay. go, like, I'm going to pick up that instrument. All right. So, I mean, if you want to like start, you know, like there's like people who are like, oh, I started listening to this right now. Or there's like the question where you're like, when did I hear it? So it's not like when I caught caught it, I was playing what I think Tony Hawk or something. Yeah, and I heard a Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah, and like I, this this is when I was living in um, on Carrington Circle where all the Carrington Crips are at. Yeah, and like <laughs> like there, there was a punk guy that that lived next to me, and nice. I was a little kid. I'm just like outside outside. And I'm like, hey ho, and that, that's all I said. And I heard someone say, "Let's go." <laughs> I was like, oh shit. They know I'm fucking playing Tony Hawk and shit. <laughs> but um, besides that, you know, like Tony Hawk, like, got me kind of into it. And then I started, I love, like, one of my favorite movies is Wayne's World. So, mm-hmm. you know, they do that fucking Wayne's World. And they do that fucking, they do that little slide thing. Yeah, yeah. That shit was tight. Like, I've, like that's still one of my favorite movies. But mm-hmm. when I really got into, like, um, music, I was probably, like, maybe 11. Mm-hmm. I got into music when I was like 11. I was actually at, um, I went to um, Oak, Oak, Oakwood Elementary right down the street. Yeah. And one of my, one of my Filipino homies, Miles, shout out to Miles. Um, 
he was like, oh, listen to this stuff. And it's like Blink-182 and like Green Day. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin was like, oh, we have this um, album called uh, The Mark Tom and Travis Show. <laughs> and, you know, we're fucking little ass kids. Yeah. They're talking about fucking getting your dick sucked. <laughs> Dude, I I did not get some st- stuff on that Yo, album. That yeah. album, like, man, we got so into Blink-182 when I was in like sixth grade. And even in sixth grade, you kind of like getting into some like stuff. You're, oh, like, for you're, sure. You're fi- like the internet was just happening when I was oh, in sixth for sure, grade. For sure. And like... I knew I knew about some things, but I listened to that album and I was like, "Blue job." Like yeah. I probably knew what a blow job <laughs> yeah. was, but for some reason I just didn't get the humor yet. Yo, on some real levels, I be yeah. I be singing that song <laughs> like when when I'm driving, like when my mom drives me to school. You yeah, but like, it'll be nice to have a blow job. My mom was like chilling. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, I did that, and then what was it? 2005, 2006, School of Rock came out, and I was like, "It's fucking Dude. over, bro." <laughs> I'm trying to fucking play guitar because my dad has played guitar, but he just, yeah. you know, he wasn't like hella technical. He just played because just know, casual. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he was into like um, all the Japanese, like heavy metal stuff, like mm-hmm. loudness. He like a lot of thrash, like uh, Exodus, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just being old head name dropping. Shit, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're going over my head a little bit. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, man. I've heard of loudness, but. Oh, yeah, dude. Loudness. Yeah, man. They're fucking tight. But um, yeah, um, I used to break his strings, you know, because mm-hmm. he had like a cheap guitar. Yeah. And then once I saw uh, School of Rock, I fucking was like, I was hooked. Nice. Because I was like, oh, like, you know, that that part where they have, um, have, have you seen School of Rock? Yeah, yeah. So there was that montage where um, they played My Brain is Hanging Upside Down by the Ramones. And mm-hmm. it's like a montage. And they had like a whole like uh, flow sheet on the on the wall or whatever on the chalkboard. And I would look at him like, what are all those fucking bands? <laughs> I literally like I did all that shit. Like, I did my research. I went yeah. down where the where they were rolling the credits and it has all the music credits. I was like, what the fuck is all this shit? Dude, I love the music credits in movies. Yeah. Like my my dad was watching some movie the other day. Probably didn't even look like a good movie, but when it was over, I was like, What? Who's in the music? Yeah, bro. Like for real. I was like, that that's the first time I was like, dude, like there were bones. I remember that. And there's hella shit. Even like the clashes on there, like hella shit. But once I, I saw that movie, like, probably, like, five times in, like, two days. Because mm-hmm. I just rented it from the from the movie store back in the day. Hollywood or Blockbuster. Or yeah, literally. Dude, they used to rent movies at the supermarket. I grew up in this neighborhood, like, okay, the north now. side, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Smart Foods okay. down there by yeah. Kelly. They yeah. used to have, like, they used to rent VHS mm-hmm. tapes out of the, yeah. the supermarket. Yeah, man. This honestly, where where um, where you're at right now on the north side, this is where I grew up. Like not mm-hmm. over here, but a little bit over there, like Kelly Drive. I used yeah. to live off Kelly Drive, Kelly Cody Way, like Wagner and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, like Kelly. I used to live right by Plaza over there. Mm-hmm. Like we're basically where all the ghetto was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, I saw that movie, and then I was like, "Hey, Dad, like, can you teach me how to play a song?" Of course, like he taught me how to play "Smoke on the Water," and then nice. he, he taught me how to uh, read. Mm-hmm. tabs and he was like that was just for one whole week and he's like okay well you're on your own now yeah and yeah that's how i fell in love with fucking music and then i started playing more guitar yeah yeah what what came first just like uh playing guitar in bands or writing songs for 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 yourself to like sing um i think it was more guitar first like i was mm-hmm. playing guitar like my, i mean I was really my favorite band, like my first ever favorite band was probably Blink when they yeah. two basically and then I got into Green Day. I remember listening to Brainstorm. I was like, he's just playing all these he's like playing like four or five chords and he's singing over it. I'm like, I could fucking do that shit. Like I wanna try it out. And Brainstorm was the first song I've ever like played and sang at the same time. Nice. And then I finally realized like a couple of years later, I'm like, 
yeah, I can be technical, but if I sing, if I play, that means I get all the hoes <laughs> or all the, all the girls, you <laughs> know what I mean? I was like, hell yeah, dude. Because, I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't like a flashy guy, you know? Yeah. And especially like, you know, being, uh, being SCA and being Hmong, I'm actually Hmong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, the Hmong people, they haven't been here for, for that long. So when I got into punk music, like there wasn't a lot of Hmong people or Asian people, you know? Yeah. And I just, all the white girls wanted me. So I was like, Lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, I've seen you, um, like post some things on the internet about, uh, just like growing up and kind of being like an outcast because you were into like punk music and, and different like within your your culture uh like i'm wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about that or or expand oh, on that for yeah the, for the listeners yeah I'll, I'll try i mean if i already said that i'm mong mm-hmm. it's basically um we're basically like asian gypsies from china mm-hmm. or we're like native americans from china so we we don't have a land we don't have a flag we don't have written language mm-hmm. the only thing that we like identify each other as is through like our our spoken language yeah so like everything that we have besides that is like all adopted mm-hmm. and especially what i think it's like 1980 maybe like nine uh 1969 to like 1985 i think 1985 that's when a lot of the Hmong people came here so yeah. predominantly so we're still pretty fucking new here you know what yeah I mean? yeah and um i don't know like in in any culture there's a lot of stigmas you know like i i i believe that i have like a lot of the stigmas i mean i come from a broken family uh, my mom and dad divorced when they were young they had me when they were hella young i have an older brother you know mm-hmm. so like they're fucking babies they're like younger than fucking phil and phil's 18 right now oh dang right phil yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like they're younger than fucking phil and you know um coming from that background like as a kid, I was always, like, I always felt outcasted because especially mm-hmm. all the OGs, they'll be like, oh, like, who's your dad? Like, everybody in the monk community knows who who you are, who, where you came, where you come from. Yeah. And I was always the kid, and I was always the, oh, you're the, the one that your mom and dad, like, had a bad relationship and falling out. So that was my, that was my category, mm-hmm. me and my brother. So I've always felt like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, um, once I got into punk music... Like none of them really associated with me because a lot of the the Hmong the Hmong people that I went to school with they all spoke Hmong but I don't really speak that much Hmong mm-hmm. so it was kind of like if you didn't speak it then you're not part of us basically yeah you're not in, you kind of identify fr- by mm-hmm. the language and mm-hmm. so if you're not not exactly. speaking the language yeah yeah so they would speak Hmong to me I'm like dude like I'm sorry I don't really know how to speak Hmong and when I try to then they would just laugh at me so I'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck am I gonna do you know so I'm like yeah. you know what I found this this music. I found punk rock and I just hang out with like Mexicans and black people and white people. Yeah. Did you find like, uh, as you were, as you, as you found punk, did you also find like those like punk friends, you know, you can yeah. identify them by the rancid shirt or something. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean like, uh, one of my best friends, shout out to Dezo. I mean, he's, he's not about like the, uh, he, he doesn't listen to a lot of punk music anymore. Like mm-hmm. he's more of a hip hop head now. Yeah. But that's like most, most of my, uh, day one homies. Mm-hmm. But, um, he got me into a lot of shit, and one of my friends, shout out to um, to Marshall, his older brother was in a punk band, and he let me borrow some of his CDs. Yeah. And right when I heard Fall Back Down by Rancid, I was like, it's fucking over, bro. <laughs> I was probably like, what? Is that like the defining day in your like yeah. musical life? Yeah, because I mean, I was, of course, you know, back back in like what, uh, 2006 
2008. Emo was there, you know, like Taking Back Sunday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, like Hawthorne Heights. And like all, basically the, the, the Victory Records was putting out hella emo stuff. Yeah, like the second wave Victory uh-huh. Records. Exactly. Uh, and that was like the big thing. But then I remember listening to all, all uh, like uh, Rancid and stuff. And of course, I mean, like it, it is problematic. But I mean, I was listening to the casualties too, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that stuff, I instantly fucking fell in love, bro. Yeah. Because, like, at, at the time, I was also going through a breakup as a little kid. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I was in fucking middle school. I was like, dude, yeah. this shit's tired. Can I identify with this shit? Like, with the emo stuff, yeah, it's sad. Everyone likes it. You know, mm-hmm. like, it is. It's popular right now. But, like, with Rancid and stuff, it wasn't really that popular. Mm-hmm. But then all my friends, like, they all liked it, too. And we just kind of just banded together. Yeah. And yeah, that's cool. Did you start any like early bands with anyone you were in school with any of like the the punk kids or or yeah. was it like? Um, nice? Yeah, I I started I my I mean, Cheap Shoes right now is only like my second band. My very first band was mm-hmm. like, not I mean uh, fuck I fucking lied. Okay, so my first <laughs> band was like basically like emo pop punk. Yeah, we were called Unfixed Tragedies. <laughs> nice, dude. I <laughs> love <laughs> I love high school band names. Like yeah, I've dude, had some it, it's bad so ones. Cringe and so corny, yeah. but it's it's cringe and yeah. cool at the same time though. Like I feel like like after you're out of that band, you're like fuck that name. Like that yeah. name sucked. And yeah. then like when you get a little older, you're like we were all right. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I mean, I mean that's that's where that's where the drive came. You know what yeah. I mean? But once I heard Rancid, like we stopped doing that. And then me and my my best friend uh, Dezo, we uh. It was me, my best friend, Dezo, Dominic, and my friend, Sheldon. So we had the Asian guy, a black guy, a Mexican guy, and a white guy. So we are like, <laughs> all corners of the yeah, world type yeah. of shit. And <laughs> we were so fucking street punk, we called ourselves Stockton City Rats. Dude. <laughs> Bro. Is that where Matt Rat came from? Yeah. Because um, awesome. in, in um, a long time ago, there used to be, not a gang, but it was a group called uh, Poor City Punks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're, yeah, they're from, I, I kind of remember yeah, that. They're from down there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, they listen to, like, punk music, too. Yeah. So they were kind of, like, the older the older crowd. And mm-hmm. they used to call us the rats because we were from the, the north side. Yeah, So yeah. they were like, oh, the, the fucking north side rats are coming through <laughs> the fucking Blackwater. And we were just, dude, we were, literally like, literally, like, 13 and 14. Like, when I did Unfixed yeah. Tragedies, I was still a little-ass kid. But uh, right when I found, like, when I fell in love with punk music... We started a band called fucking Stockton City Rats, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just got gained notoriety from like all the old punk bands yeah. that used to play at Blackwater before mm-hmm. it was like the bus stop or anything. Yeah, yeah, Blackwater, yeah. Uh, probably like uh, when Linda owned. Yeah, Blackwater. Linda. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Shout out to Linda, man. Yeah. She put out so, dude. I, I actually saw um million uh, M- MDC. Mm. fucking blackwater it was fucking tight as fuck (laughs) yeah dude i've seen some crazy hardcore shows i've seen some like awesome lobstrosities and shit yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah i mean i do you know mita yeah 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 mita's good good homie yeah yeah so mita's mita's like my he's like a brother um and you know he was booking there when when linda owned so i played there so much i went there and just hung out uh, exactly. definitely we, been there we probably like, bumped heads dude you know, i we, i think we i was trying to think back to like the the first time like i was aware of your existence and it was probably like back in that era um <laughs> and i think it might have been a show that chris mcclure booked um oh, shoot, and you yeah. played as matt rat like in between like okay. some punk band like were you playing as matt rat like acoustic yeah. at some point yeah. when blackwater was still blackwater yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was the first time I I heard you, and it was more like it was definitely more like acoustic punk than than your acoustic stuff is now. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, 
yeah i was too angry man i gotta chill dude you gotta get it out especially when you're younger like that's one thing i i regret is not being more punk rock when i was younger (laughs) because when i was younger i think i was more emo and or like soft indie kid and now i'm like now i'm like in my 30s and i'm like fucking rock this shit (laughs) guys but at a reasonable volume (laughs) yeah it'd be like that i mean because like the the way like you you explained it you know how how your your flow went when you grew up yeah i think i got all all my angst out when i was like i don't know maybe 17 yeah so like i was talking about this like a couple uh, yesterday to one of my other homies art um arty boy sucks shout out to art um we were talking about um just people growing up and stuff mm-hmm. and i when i see like people who are like 20s in their 20s and they're like going out and like to raves and <laughs> getting drunk i like i get hella salty because i'm a fucking old head like I'm, i'll fucking admit it i'm a fucking old head. i don't give a fuck yeah yeah but um i'd I be hella salty my girlfriend shout out to my girlfriend <laughs> uh she's like dude like you know no one was like that sorry she, she literally she literally was like no one was like trying to fuck girls when they were like 12 like you you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like i got all that angst and shit like my fucking homies were drinking 40s and we were like 13 14 you know yeah and that's also a different thing too because all my homies did like drugs and like broke the law and did all this fucking stupid shit i mean i'm not trying to say it's fucking tight but throughout all the time even now i'm i've been straight edge ever like since since the dawn of fucking time yeah yeah uh- Dude, me, uh, first of all, me too. Like, we'll talk Fuck about yeah, that a little man. bit more. Yeah. yeah. I, I always say, like, I'm uh, 32 years sober. Yeah. But, I uh, know, but everyone's like, oh, like, you didn't start until you're 21. Man, fuck yeah. that, man. Uh, it's, They're just fucking haters, bro. Yeah. It's it's rough. It's, I, I shouldn't say it's rough, but it's it's an interesting world to, it's an interesting world to live in as, like, a sober person. Like, I was just talking to my girlfriend earlier about this, like, uh, there's this trend right now of like uh, sober January, okay. And like I'm, I'm hella supportive of everyone who's like doing it because it's like good for them. If they're yeah. trying to be healthier. Hopefully they they learn something from it. But also like as someone who's like sober all the time, I feel like it's a little bit of like they're vacationing in my in my thing. You know, it's a yeah. little bit of like this is like my culture a little bit. <laughs> like I'm white, so like I don't I don't get I don't get to say that ever. Yeah. But uh, but it's like you know it's not a joke like it's yeah. not a funny thing to do yeah you know it's it it could be rough to you know yeah man. to be honest with you like um sorry i'm almost gonna burp right now <laughs> okay away from okay. the mic i know no, I'm just but um what should we call it what was i talking about oh, yeah but like substance abuse that shit's yeah. a real thing man yeah that shit's yeah. a real thing man it's 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 crazy it ruins people's lives you know but shout out to my homie um Alley Cat, uh, Alex Alley Cat, he's uh, two years sober. Nice. Yeah, shout That's out to awesome. that guy. But uh, yeah, being sh- being straight edge. The thing about you know that they're they're your homies is that even though they do drugs and they're fucking hood hood motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. And they do bad shit. Like you don't need to be the same as them to be friends with them. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. with me, like I was only like before I met uh, Phil. Mm-hmm. and before i met max like shout out to both of them like they're my ses homies were the straight edge skins nice <laughs> over here but um for real like i think when it comes to like being straight edge it's just you just gotta do it for yourself man yeah yeah definitely yeah. i mean uh, the thing i found with being friends with people who aren't straight edge like it's not impossible like uh everyone in my band like you know they they either you know drink or smoke or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is yeah. to to have a good time yeah um i've definitely seen people like 
alcohol and other substances mess up their life. And uh, part of the reason why I probably have always been Mm -hmm. uh, like I say non-alcoholic at least is um, is uh, because I don't claim straight edge because I didn't ever get into like the hardcore scene or anything. But like the best like I've never done drugs, never smoked any of that. But, uh, you know, my family is, like, alcoholics, yeah. uh, you that, know, so. With, with all that trauma, and, yeah. you know, like, you just got to learn from it. A lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the thing that, you know, you said you come from, like, an alcoholic family. Yeah. And you don't drink. That's that that's a good thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's even, like, it's even almost as parallel as, you know, like, the Hmong people that come here. Yeah. Like, even though I'm, I guess I would say different from them, mm-hmm. because if, I can't really name any Hmong person that's in the hardcore scene or in the punk scene. Maybe the emo scene, but yeah, I mean they might be in Fresno. Like, there's <laughs> no fucking Hmong people yeah in here besides me that's in the fucking punk scene or mm. in the Stockton scene. Because I mean, to be honest with you, I mean I'm not trying to be like a jerk, but a lot of like the Hmong people are like of people who are like of Asian descent. They mm. drink boba. They go to the boba tea place. They listen to K-pop and edm music which mm-hmm. it's not bad you know yeah. that's that's how that's what they like but there's always more things out there you know yeah there's always more things and that's why i have a huge respect to um to tim because tim was like maybe one of the first persons i saw that was asian in the fucking scene so i was like dude we got to just fucking <laughs> represent this shit you know what i mean yeah 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 tim tim's awesome and uh, i you know um i think i met him like last year uh through some other friends that i was playing music with yeah and uh he just has like a a really cool grasp of like all genres like i feel like he he knows everything you know yeah it's it's crazy because i mean like even tim and chris it's so weird because you know they're they're like friends Mm -hmm. but i met them like way back when like i met chris when i was in middle school yeah because he used to hang out with like with the the metalhead homies that Mm -hmm. are older than us and um yeah, I just remember that then I haven't seen him for a while, didn't see Tim for a while, but because of this scene now, we kind of, I guess, like, re-met each other, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a little bit of, like, a resurgence in the Stockton scene. Like, Stockton scene never dies. Yeah, it, it comes in waves, man. It comes in waves, <laughs> and I think there's something cool happening now that, like, I mean, I've been in the Stockton music scene since I was, uh, like, I don't know, 14 ish yeah and that, that was a long time ago it was however old i am now minus 14 yeah uh but uh like um there are definitely times when even when the scene was happening like people weren't as like i want to say like accepting of of others like it used to be if you were like playing punk and someone else was playing emo they're like fuck that yeah. emo band like it, don't it, don't come around here but now like everyone is i feel like there's such as like cross genre. Do you know why? Acceptance. Tell me if you know why. I, this is my theory. Yeah. I know I'm old, but uh, quoting from Action Bronson, I'm fucking ageless. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you know, like, um, I think because back back when you know when we were in school and shit. You know, yeah. Because you're you're like what mid mid twenties. You're ageless too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, we we come from a background where, I mean, for, I came from a background where there was there was always gangs everywhere. You know, yeah. everyone was fucking uh, banging something, and um, if you didn't listen to uh, hip hop 
or rap music back then mm-hmm. and you're wearing skinny jeans, they will call you the F word, the one that starts with the F and ends with the oh, T. Oh, man, I've been you know called I mean? that word yeah, man. And, so many times. And the thing that's crazy is that back then it was it was really segregated. Like yeah. a lot of people don't really know, even like with like punk and emo mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I think since we come from that, we came from the tail end of that shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And the internet, that's when we started downloading hello shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I would download stuff and be like, oh, what is this? I just put like in the club by 50 cent. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> all the remixes, you know, all that shit. Yeah. And like coming from from that stuff, because I used to listen to a lot of stuff. I'm not saying that I'm the most um, sophisticated with music, but I mean, I come from like a hip hop and I used to listen to a little bit of trance when I was like mm-hmm. eight years old. <laughs> you know, like I've gone like trance, hip hop and like, a lot of like indie yeah. emo, and then I got into punk. And I was like, "Fuck this, punk over everything." That's <laughs> that's just on me. But everyone has their niche. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. But I think nowadays, since we have the internet, and like your older uncles were hella ganging and shit, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like a nerdy ass punk kid or emo yeah, kid, yeah. they they still have your back. Yeah, you know. So I think all that shit meshed up together, especially as young young people. Mm-hmm. Since we have the internet. We can listen to anything we want. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, your uncle listens to this and this shit's hard. Like, you got to listen to it. But now we have the internet and everything is fucking there for you, man. Yeah, dude, it's the, the world at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's that's awesome about about that shit. But, I mean, it's it's a it's a two, two-sided thing, you know? Like Yeah. I mean, there's you, definitely things I miss about the old, old scene, you know? Yeah. Like, I do feel uh, like it's it seemed more rare, like not being able to find out about a show online so you had to yeah. like go to tower records and check the like the oh, flyers sure. on, in the in the little like yeah cubby Especially by the dude, door mid up put in work man dude mid up put in so much work man Mita shout out wore, to mid dude mid up wore through <laughs> so many like converse chuck taylor's <laughs> going to all the different record stores and and yeah, stuff man. but dude you know what it worked though we yeah. we went out it was literally word to mouth. Like, yeah. It was like the tail end of word to mouth. That's the thing that's cool about us like in, in our generation. Yeah. I feel like we caught the tail end of a lot of things. We caught the tail end of gang violence. Yeah. We caught the tail end of like, I don't fucking know, like basically all the fucking ghetto shit. Like there's not a lot of like gang stuff that I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. But I remember back then like with, with the punks, like we were always not necessarily affiliated, but... um some of the punk people's brothers or uncles yeah, yeah. they were either like Nor- they're like northanios and shit you know mm-hmm. so yeah. like we knew that if if we needed someone like we knew who to call type <laughs> of shit but like now nowadays like with all the flyers it's so cool to see like yugen shout out rp and shout out to yugen like i remember seeing yugen on a bill with like maybe a hardcore band cheap mm. shoes yeah and all this stuff and it, it's tight as fuck like i like having that mix because I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going to be honest. Like, this is just my opinion. I think I can only listen to so much hardcore in one day. I just yeah. need something chill. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to be angry all the time, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm done with that shit. I just want to be chill as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I think like the art of like putting together a, uh, a show, you just remind me of this, like talking about you again being on, on shows yeah. like hardcore bands, but like, man, uh, it's it's cool to go to a show with like all these bands that you like and they're they're similar. That's cool. I I'm not discounting that, but yeah. it's also cool when when like these bands that are all good and they're all like unique in their genre. Yeah. Um, 
even if they're related in some way. It's like it's all rock when it it boils down, right? In yep, some way, right? Pretty much. But uh, you know, like I I loved going to those shows that had like a hardcore band and like more of like a pop punk band, and it was all just quality music, you know. Exactly, and I mean, I I think now like I don't think there's 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 not a lot of a uh, group or crew mentality. Mm-hmm. It's more just homies being homies, everyone supporting everyone. Yeah. Let, let me know if I go. No, too no, far, dude. Man. I just watched the time to see. <laughs> oh where yeah, it is. for I'll, sure. I'll let you yeah, know. Just Don't worry. Signal me because yeah. I can talk for fucking days about being an old head man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what this show's about. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, talking about the music scene. Uh, I mean, I've talked about Stockton a lot just because, uh, like, I didn't live in Stockton for, for a while, like, okay. um, uh, almost ten years. Okay. Um, and uh, and we just moved. I just moved back this year. Um. And, uh, and it's cool to kind of see this resurgence. Like I've always kind of had like my finger to the pulse. Cause I've always, I've always come back cause my family's been here. All my friends have been here. My band's been here. Uh, I've played in other bands that have like been more active in the scene, even when I didn't live here. And yeah. like that had its own, its own like challenges, but, um, I don't know. It's just really cool to see the way things are going now compared to like the way they've been and, like you said, that comes in waves, right? Yeah. And like, if a real comes in waves, man. yeah. Like right now, like I, I can't really name like a venue in Stockton. Like we, we've always had like a venue that's like Plea for Peace, Blackwater, yeah. Caffeine Den. I don't know if you've ever. If no, I've never been to Caffeine, Caffeine Den. Den. No. There's always like the venue that stuff is happening at, and like yeah. Right now, we have this like resurgence of like or it's not even a resurgence. It's just like a ton of cool house shows, and like um, I haven't like an been able to like go to a lot of them just because of like where i've got man. i've got fam i've yeah, got a family and like exactly. work and stuff but like i've been trying to to make it out to those that and mm-hmm. open mics like the open mic scene now like it's fun <laughs> dude when i was younger the open mic scene was like the gong show like literally i don't yeah. know if you ever went to the open mic at at blackwater and it they no. like had a gong <laughs> and they <laughs> would like like tim jackson you know tim. Would, like bang the, would, like, bang with the, the overalls gong if yeah <laughs> He, like went to or like you know he'd uh you know people would make fun of people at open <laughs> mic night and i was like like it wasn't there i'm sure there was like some good stuff happening yeah. but like I, I definitely saw some stuff that just wasn't it wasn't nice you know it wasn't yeah. supportive you know we live yeah. in a society <laughs> hey man like you just got to be real with, with yeah. people you know like but but now like i see i see younger people and older people alike playing and like if someone is is new and it's their first time and they're reading their lyrics everyone's like like this fucking kid is so tight to go up there and yeah. like play the song that he wrote or, or she wrote. And, exactly. um, and I love that. Like I, I see so much potential in every single person that I've seen at open yeah. mic and it's exactly. awesome. And with, even with open mic, like, yeah, it, it's courage. Like it yeah. takes a lot of courage to go up there. Yeah. But like, I mean, to me, like I'm just gonna be 100. Like if they asked me how, how good it was, I would be like, it's all right. Yeah. I'm going to be real, you know? Yeah. Like, there's Everyone's people, learning. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, there's always time for like uh, positive stuff, but there's always times where you just got to be real with somebody. And I even tell like some of my homies, like they're like, Oh, how was my set? I was like, it was I, you know? Like, yeah. It like, could, could be better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've you been playing music be for a long time. I still bomb. Like <laughs> I, I bomb mean, all the time. That's man. what like open mic is to me though. Like I, like I want to play yeah. a cover that I don't normally get to play. And I like, I don't know that cover. I just mm-hmm. go up there and try to do it. And I'm like, yeah, fucking forget it's, the words. Open mic, I forgot man. the words to a Smash Mouth song I was playing like a couple open mics oh, shit. ago. Oh yeah, I remember. I played All Star and I was like, You're, "Fuck, I forgot." Yeah, but I you forgot the words. You had the courage. Like, I, honestly, I know all the lyrics to the Smash Mouth pretty much. But yeah, I just was. I was like, 
I don't want to. <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't know what it is. That song just like uh It's I don't so know, good, recently, bro. It's, yeah, like you like you read Yo. the lyrics and I'm like like also just like shout out to Smash Mouth, like kind of local band, you know, they're from San <laughs> oh, Jose. Yeah. That's you know, hour um, and a half from I here. Think, was it um they used to own a flower one of their wives used to own a flower shop down here. Dude, yeah, well actually the the keyboardist, Mike okay, Mike okay. Kluster is from Stockton. Grew oh, up shit. in Stockton, lived in Stockton even when he was in Smash Mouth. But shit. I think like like uh i think he lives in nashville or something mm-hmm. now but dude yeah kind of a local band smash mouth shout out to smash Sna- mouth bro. dude but also they're hella woke <laughs> like dude, fuck yeah man the, the guy from smash mouth is like on twitter and and like he, he like, just be saying trump <laughs> and all the stuff that you know fuck man yeah Pol- awesome. politics bro man i'm gonna be honest with you i'm, all, I'm always gonna be honest with you but yeah that's I, what the, i can't I, handle that shit want. bro to be honest with you like Maybe I'm just not educated. I just want to fucking do my thing. Yeah. Like being uh, political and stuff, especially come from the punk background, it's just too exhausting for me, bro. I just want to play music, hang out with my friends, riff, and just Dude, watch Action Bronson. You're, you're more like um, more black flag than anti flag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anti flag. <laughs> Take up. Yeah. Dude, the hell yeah. That shit's tight. But I mean, it's when it comes to like music and stuff, everyone likes whatever they want to yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. And it's cool, man. It's yeah. it's tight, especially at this time. It's twenty twenty. You know, like people like whatever. Yeah. I was fucking listening to Hillary Duff. That shit was tight. And Hillary Duff, she actually she she got the glow up, man. To be honest with you. Yeah, I've checked now. in on her recently. Bro, if you listen to fucking Let the Rain Fall Down, that shit goes hard, bro. <laughs> I'll look it, it up. It goes fucking hard, like. I was <laughs> I always talk to Phil and them about like songs that are hardcore uh, that that aren't hardcore but they have hardcore stuff in it. Yeah. I don't know if you you, you know Guns N' Roses, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh fucking <laughs> I think it was uh Paradise City. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Welcome <laughs> to the Welcome <laughs> to the Jungle. The oh, fucking okay. um yeah. bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. Yeah, That's yeah. a fucking turnstile song. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so oh, good just dude. just to have that that type of cringe. It's so good and Honestly, to be honest with you, even if I listen to all that stuff, I I like fucking Guns N' Roses. I think they're fucking tight as fuck. Yeah. I really don't give a fuck what people say. Yeah. Like, I listen to everything I want, and I don't really give a fuck, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should be like that. But at the same time, everyone's going to have their niche. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I love hardcore, but my heart is set in street punk. Yeah. Because that's the shit I grew up with, you know what I mean? For sure, yeah. And I love Rancid. Everyone's like, oh, it's some old head shit. I'm like... Who gives a fuck, bro? Rancid has running music, sad music, fast music, driving music. All yeah. the, their their whole catalog is fucking everywhere. Yeah, I feel like anytime any any of these like stupid like list sites on the internet or you know, Pitchfork or whatever yeah. does does like a out like album like best albums ever like hundred best albums ever like Outcome mm-hmm. the Wolves is always on there. Fuck yeah, at dude. some place you know. That whole album front to back is fucking tight as yeah, yeah. fuck, bro. I really, I don't know, Rancid's fucking lit. I don't give a fuck what anyone <laughs> says. They may be old, but hey, they they still keep their roots. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they're they they're still on Epitaph. They fucking still write their own shit. Mm-hmm. They ain't no fucking ghost writers. Like, everything is still on point. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. even, like, to be honest with you, I love Tim's vocals. Even though everyone's like, oh, he has shitty vocals. I love a band that has shitty vocals. Dude, <laughs> dude, you're speaking my language. Like, Bro. <laughs> fucking, when I was, like, I've never been a great singer. Like, I, I feel like I've I finally, like, gotten to a point where I'm comfortable yeah. singing. Yeah. But, like, I've always been pitchy, like, my entire life, yeah. you know? And I love a band with shitty vocals because it's like, here's someone who has so much passion yeah. that they, f- they, like, found a way. And, like, yeah. 
one of the things I loved about Blink One Two, specifically Mark Hoppus, yeah. is like Mark Hoppus is not a good singer, man. Dude. Like not at all. I feel it. <laughs> but his songs go so, so like good. his songs on like his early songs, you know, yeah. uh, not not early, but like you well, know, the, the classics. Days? You know, twenty one. Do you know that song Twenty One Days? No, yeah, it was on the Buddha album. I don't know. I'm oh, a fucking man. fan. I probably bro. know the song. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I know Wait. like Cheshire front. Uh, Cheshire Cat front to back. Yeah. I know Inum of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Like those are my yeah. three Blink albums. Oh, fuck yeah. Like I like everything else, but those are the ones that I know like every song mm-hmm. on. Well, I, I admit, my bad. It's not 21 Days. I think it's like Girl Next Door. Yeah, that but, sounds. Dude, to be honest, you, you know how they they took out um, Tom, mm-hmm. and like now Mark is singing. Like all the old heads, are like oh fucking sucks. Like to me, like in my opinion, I don't really I don't like their stuff after. I kind of like neighborhoods. That was that was. I all like right. some things off yeah. neighborhoods. Like, yeah, like hearts all gone is on there, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, hearts hearts all gone was fucking tight as fuck. But I think after that, I was like, ah, I'm not really feeling it. And plus, like Mark Hoppus, I mean, they're they're so famous to the point where mm-hmm. they can fucking put out anything and they yeah. still be making money. Yeah, exactly. And like when I think about it, like they're like, oh, how come Tom's not in the band? Tom this, Tom that. Like, yes, he put in like the sound of it, but most of the songs that I like. Are sung by Mark. Yeah. Like yeah, Adam songs, Girl yep. Next Door, fucking I don't even know, was it um give no not give Dude, me one good. A reason. lot of the hits like shut, Damn the it. song Shut Up. Yeah, shut up. Damn it, Josie. Dude, Josie. Josie's fucking yeah. tight. Hey, shout out to fucking uh, uh Scott Rayner, man. That Dude. guy's fucking tight. I don't give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> Dude, actually, like I I, agree, I totally agree. Like all of Mark's songs are kind of my favorite songs. But Tom's vocals on Josie are hella tight. Oh, fuck the yeah. backups. The, Hell yeah. I know, I know that everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Dude, the thing about new Blink-22, since we're on the subject. <laughs> yeah, man. The thing that I don't like about it is it's not like, it's not rock, even rock music anymore. It's like, it is, it's just pop music. Yeah. Like I listened to one of their like newer, newer songs mm-hmm. and I, it, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't guitar, drums and bass. Yeah. You didn't you know have what that I mean? feel. Yeah. It just didn't have the, the punk or even a rock feel. Like yeah. it was, it was like completely produced, yeah. which is fine. And that's a genre yeah. that I like. Yeah. It just, it's so weird to hear like Mark sing that music out <laughs> of, in under, I don't yeah. know. Just like it's, my brain is doing like somersaults trying to figure it out. It's bittersweet, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely a uh, double-edged sword because I know for sure I could be a hypocrite and I know for sure I could be a fucking asshole, <laughs> you know? But when it comes to, like, Blink and stuff, I just can't listen. Like, I I, I give it chances and shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it just doesn't hit the right way how, how it did. Yeah. And, dude, I fucking love Matt Skiba. When I heard Matt Skiba was Fuck joining yeah. Blink-22, I was like, this yeah. is going to be fucking tight. What'd and then think? it wasn't. Yeah, exactly, I was like, bro. I was like, it doesn't even Dude, sound like Matt Skiba to me. I, it's like, it's like him. It does sound like his voice, yeah. but I'm like, it lost some essence. Like, yeah. like I, the last uh, Alkaline Trio album yeah. was tight. The yeah. last one that I listened to, at least yeah. when he joined Blink, I was like, like they still had it. It was fucking yeah. tight. <laughs> and uh, yeah. To be honest with you, like I'm, I'm not really a big uh, Alkaline Trio fan. Yeah. But Matt Skiba, I think, I think he's 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 just in Blink right now just to. Just to pass the time, dude. I think get, he's get, just get he's money, friends man. with he's friends with Mark yeah. and Travis. I mean, if if I had and, a choice to yeah. get get money like that, dude, fuck I'd it. fucking join yeah. Blink Twenty Two. Like, I, I was like, but we 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 only playing the entirety of Buddha. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how old head I am, man. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Actually, there was a story. I, I saw this kid. He was wearing a Neighborhoods um, mm-hmm. shirt, and I was like, "Oh shit, you like Blink?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Hey, what what's your favorite album?" He's like. 
neighborhoods. Like, you, what, what about like the other ones? Like you never heard like take off your pants. I was just being an old head, you know, like the obligatory like things. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like I was like, dude, like listen to that stuff. I wasn't like, what the fuck? Like you're so stupid. You know, I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. Listen to it. Scott Rayner's in it. You probably don't know who he is. <laughs> I know you know Travis Barker. Everyone knows Travis Barker. Yeah. But that, uh, but even speaking about Travis Barker, my girlfriend was talking about um, how you know the transplants. Yeah. Because Travis Barker is from Blink One Eighty Two, but he also is in, he's in the transplants. Yeah. And he knows Tim Armstrong, which is which is in Rancid. Yeah. So like all the things that I like, kind of mesh together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and especially when it comes to Rancid. I think uh, Tim Armstrong kind of taught me that you can listen to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, they have a song with the fucking, with the Booyah tribe with fucking uh, Samoan gangs and shit. <laughs> and it's fucking tight yeah. as fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's why I, I respect um, I respect Travis Barker because he knows that he comes from the punk roots. I mean, he has a fucking Dag Nasty tattoo on his mm. fucking chest, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, enough about fucking blink Yeah, I know. <laughs> my bad. Dude, okay, dude, it's it's on the, it's cool on this podcast. <laughs> like, uh, I probably bring up bring up Blink One Eighty Two the most because they're like yeah. one of the formative bands dude. for me. That like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have found every other band that I exactly. that I like. You know, it, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have been listening to Descendants and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? And there's always there's always that point where people are like. They only listen to like what's new now. Yeah, I, I was never like that, man. I was like. I want to listen to what's new right now, but I also want to know what they influence. Yeah, what yeah. they're influenced by. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, dude, even like I said, like Rancid, like they're into fucking ska music, like skinhead reggae. They listen to fucking hip hop. I mean, dude, I just listened to a podcast with um the guy from H two O and Rancid, mm-hmm. and Tim Armstrong was like, "Yeah, I listen to fucking drill and I listen to trap. I love like uh, Young Money records." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fucking tight, man. <laughs> that's that's how it should be." Yeah. yeah. Fuck fuck all this fucking like um segregated shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think like I'll admit I I sometimes like find myself gravitating back towards those like older albums that are like important to me and I listen to them a ton. And uh like since New Year's just happened, all, a lot of people did their like albums of 2020. Yeah. It's like this is the, I was like, fuck, I don't even know if I listened to one album that came out this yeah. year and then uh like this morning we drove out to the bay area yeah um and uh and on the drive back my girlfriend was playing a bunch of like like new newer music and i was like fuck this is so tight how come i haven't heard about this how come you didn't tell me about any of these bands yeah, man, that's, that's that's a part of growing up man. yeah or growing old like to yeah. be honest every day i listen to rants i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah yeah like, it's good music if you like music. Like yeah. to be honest with you, I'm I'm hella bad at listening to music. Yeah, me too. But I'm when I do, bad. it's it's awesome. Like yeah. when I discover something new, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so tight. I'm I I try not to be a fucking asshole about it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like because I remember listening to Weekend Nachos for the first time. I was like, this shit is fucking garbage, bro. Mm. How can you listen to a fucking showerhead? You know, <laughs> like like nails and stuff. Like this mm. is a, you basically turn turn on the showerhead, put on the fucking compressor mic right next to the showerhead. But you just have to. Keep listening to it, and uh, dude, Weekend Nachos is one of my favorites, and Nails is pretty much up there too. Nice. And uh, that's when I started getting more to power violence. But even like a lot of normie people, they don't really understand that shit. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, some like some music is. Uh, I hate to say like an acquired taste, but like sometimes, oh, it, for sometimes sure, you is. listen to something for for the first time, you're like, this sucks, and yeah. then it turns into be like one of your favorite albums. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about the human brain that 
that like makes you love something so strongly after you've hated it so strongly yeah. but it's tight Dude, I, I used to hate fucking listening to dead kennedy's because i didn't like jello's fucking voice yeah yeah you know but i started listening to it more and i was like oh shit yeah this is pretty fuck it reminds me of halloween music bro like <laughs> hell yeah i go trick-or-treating with this shit like yeah. listening to police truck and shit <laughs> no it's it's good man yeah. music is good especially in stockton there's so many bands I could plug, you know. Of course, I'm gonna fucking plug them. But I'll, I'll plug them later. Yeah, yeah, but. for sure. Um, yeah. So like, maybe uh, we could pivot a little bit. We've talked just yeah. like about so many cool stuff, but like, could you tell me a little bit about like your process of like writing songs? My process of writing songs, like like I said, like I'm I'm gonna say it forever, but I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I only write songs if I feel like it's right. Yeah, I'm not gonna write a song that doesn't feel right. Like when it, my, because um, I have two acoustic EPs. Yeah, one's called old songs because they're fucking songs from a long time ago. I never got to record mm-hmm. and have new songs, and those songs are kind of new. But I don't put any. I don't really put out stuff frequently, but I try not to, like elongate it for like five to ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I have the opportunity to do it, then I'll do it. And when it comes to lyrics and writing, I have to love it. I don't give a fuck if if Phil likes it or if you like it. If you guys mm-hmm. hate it, I don't give a fuck, bro. It's it's fucking therapy for me. Yeah, You know, exactly. if, if it sounds good to me, like, people always think it's so fucking pretentious to listen to your own music or listen to your own podcast. I'm going to listen to this because yeah, dude. I'm fucking tired as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm a fucking... <laughs> I'm a the fucking TC19. I fucking ate 18 tacos. I'm the fucking champ. I don't give a fuck what's going on. But turning back not to the fucking um, WWE profile that I put on right now. Um, yeah, I just write songs that that ring true to me. I'm not going to sure. talk about like, even though I grew up in the ghetto, I wasn't in the gang shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to talk about me fucking like shooting up people or like repping like Crip or Blood or like uh, Nathaniel stuff. I'm just going to talk about, like, I don't know, heartbreak, anything. Because even, even if it's old news or old topics, yeah. if I feel like I need to write it, then I'll fucking write it. That's just how it is. Like, yeah. I ain't trying, I'm not here for clout. I'm here to just record something for myself. And if you like it, everything, all my music is free. Yeah. That's just how it is for me. Yeah, dude, you just put out uh, a, like, a hardcore album that you recorded everything on i like dude i was uh so i work from home sometimes and i was just sitting on the couch and like i just put it on the speaker and i listened to the whole thing while i was like working oh shit it was hella tight dude thanks man uh like what you gotta be honest with me dude it was hella good like i'm someone who doesn't listen to hardcore very often but i appreciate it when i do listen to it and stuff yeah and i loved it dude i was like it's fucking tight i was like i was ready to throw down my computer and just like like slam the floor or something. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding, but no, no, it's good. But I was super into it. Or be be honest with me. Am I fat? <laughs> like like PHA? No, I'm just kidding. No, like FAT. Uh, dude, I don't think so. But I I've also like I have my own like body issues to deal with. There you so. go. There you go. Okay, you you being real. You being yeah. real. I just, I just had to test you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we just riffing and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude. Like yeah. Um, I don't know if if you read the um. On, cause I it was supposed on to be called camp. yeah on Bandcamp yeah it was like I just did it with like an iRig that I got off Wish yeah. everything was direct plug-in. I was lucky that my cousin 
down the street on Don Avenue. Shout out to fucking Sandman Dude, Park. Don Avenue. Sandman Shout out Park, to Sandman dude. Park, homie. That's 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 I used to sleep there with me and Mitchell. <laughs> Shout dude. out to Mitchell. <laughs> we used to sleep there. We used to fucking dude, I I fucking got hit by a car over there. <laughs> dude, Sandman Park, like that area, like Sandman Park, Kelly mm-hmm. Drive. Yeah, all dude. over here in the north side, like that's where I grew up. That's like where I got into my first fight. That's yeah, when dude. I got jumped for the first time. Dude, my you know? I grew up over there too. You know what? Like Oh uh, shit, okay. Not like uh do you remember Circle Circle yeah, Seven? Portola. Circle Seven. Portola. Portola yeah. Like one street over from Portola, like Don Avenue and uh, like Segarini, just in that yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I grew up over there, and uh, my parents always told me don't go to Sandman Park. <laughs> that was my ground right there, man. I was I was repping fucking dude, Sandman the, Park. You're man. the reason. I'm yeah, just kidding. dude. Actually, I don't know if, if you if you listen to some of my old stuff. I have a song called. Uh, Dead Man Park, which is Sandman Park. Dude, I think I, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Actually, like a lot of your, I, I can't like cite the names, but I feel like some of like the names of some of your songs are like definitely like Stockton references yeah, that I'm like, for sure, like, for sure. I know that. Yeah, because I mean, I, I tell everyone this if I ever get famous, which I know I'm not, even with art or music, I'm not going to rep SF or LA or some fucking metropolitan area. I'm going to rep fucking Stockton until the day I fucking die. Dude, homie. yeah. That's just how it is. And that's that's how the mentality was, especially living off Don Avenue and mm-hmm. like Cody Way. Yeah. Dude, everyone's going to ask what, what you fucking bang and you just got to represent. Yeah, yeah, That's dude. how it is, especially like with, with like the Cambodian cats and all the, all the Hmong cats and the, the uh, Asian cats. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll fucking sweat you, man. They'll yeah. fucking sweat you. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about it now, but they used to fucking sweat me all the time. But yeah, going back to um, writing, you said writing, right? Yeah, well, I, I was asking a little bit about writing, but also about that like hardcore album. That okay. We were talking about how you got like this I rig off Wish and and just like laid everything yeah. down yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got lucky because my my cousin, he's mm. older than me. Shout out to Vinny. Um, he's like, hey, like I just bought this rolling kit. You know, it's fucking expensive. It's like a electronic. Drum oh yeah, kit. the rolling. Yeah, electronic and drums, it's yeah. so responsive, yo. Dude. It's fucking tight, but it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, just come try it out. And I was pretty shitty on drums because I didn't, I couldn't do the, you know, the D beat. Yeah, dude, I still can't do that, bro. I'll I'll teach you. I mean, if you have time, yeah. If it's not late, but um, yeah, I learned how to do that. I was like, I'm, I got. I got a decent time. I got decent chops to play drums and just bought this. And I was like, okay, I know there's a monitor. I know there's a direct input somewhere. I can put it in my phone. Yeah. And Dude, you recorded like, the drums to your phone? Yeah. Nice. On, my, on the fucking the garage band, man. Dude. Everything is Dude, fucking DIY is with nuts. me, man. Yeah, everything yeah. is fucking DIY. Unless I want to do like a fucking full length or yeah, something. Yeah. Like not my own stuff, but with cheap shoes. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Cheap Shoes, my band now. But um, with grunt work, yeah, everything was recorded off like... Right, right, direct input into mm-hmm. the iRig. Like I used my, I used a fucking single coil Stratocaster. Yeah. To get like some type of distortion, and I used like um, I guess a, a Fender jazz bass or a Squire modified yeah. jazz bass, and I just used the drums. And then, uh, uh, shout out to Seth. He he got me um a fucking he let me borrow his mic, and I just went to my closet and just started yelling. Nice, dude. That's yeah. tight. Yeah, no, it came much. out hella good. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. like um, I was showing um, Steven from Stoop Kids. Shout out to Steven and Stoop Kids. Like I was like, hey, like, what do you think about it? And he called me. He's like, yo, are those drums real? <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> Dude, so did you go out of the, the monitor out on the drums or did you go out of the MIDI into the iRig like to use GarageBand drums? You don't even know. 
Oh no, no, uh, I I just I did everything like everything was uh on the drums, nothing yeah. was mic'd oh. and nothing was separated. Yeah, yeah. So it was literally it's just like DIY. One track. Yeah, yeah, that's tight. Plug that shit in yeah. and hopefully I get my the the stuff right on on like the fucking monitor that it has. Yeah. It has like the EQ on it. Yeah. I was like hopefully I was like, uh, there's too much bass or too much kick. I'm gonna kinda put it down. But then I was trying to fuck with it, but I was like, it is what it is. I like when when someone like starts to produce and stuff. Yeah. You hear things, you yeah. know, and you're like, this should be like this. Yeah. And in my mind, like, it's kind of like ignorance is bliss kind of thing. If I don't know how to fucking produce that well, mm-hmm. I can listen to Black Flag and be cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know for what sure. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I did. I did that in a span of five days. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I had some of those songs ready. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's one song that was that, that I've always had that was there already for like a couple of years. But everything else, I kind of just did it on that that whole spring break I had. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, that's tight. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, so, man. So, uh, like, um, you're, uh, you're a musician. You're in school right now still, too? Yeah, that, but we, so we, 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 we don't talk about that. Oh, all right. But all no, right, no. I'm, I'm in school, but we can't say what type of No, program. no, no, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just, say, I was just saying it's just, like, tough to do, do like, uh, do music at the same oh, time yeah. as, like, being, like, super into, like, school and work, dude. Like, yeah. I, oh, for I sure. I work full-time, and, and uh, it it's definitely ruined, like, the last serious band, or my band that I'm in, Los Beekeepers, Beekeepers yeah. we're serious. Yeah. Like, but we play, like, two shows a year. The last, the other band that I used to be in, we used to play like every weekend. Which band was that? Uh, it was, it was called Dirty Pillows. Uh, okay. I used to be in this okay. band Dirty Pillows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, it was hella fun, but like I was working full time and it just wasn't fitting yeah. the schedule of that band. Yeah. I, when life. I was in school, it was the same thing. I wasn't able, able to like really keep band stuff yeah. up. Life is life, man. Yeah. Like. To be honest with you, like, if you have kids, you got other things to worry about, go to that shit first, man. Yeah, yeah. Because that's your fucking seed. That's your legacy. You got to you gotta let them know what's up. You, If you go to shows all the time, like, you never know. They probably think that you're abandoning them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the thing that I found about, like, music and the scene is, like, it's always there for you. And that's, that's yeah. why I think the music is therapeutic is, like... Uh, like all the people in the scene aside, just like music itself yeah. and the scene as like this entity that has like no human interaction uh-huh. is like, it's this like really welcoming like beast. Like I'm, I'm not religious or anything, but like yeah. music has a certain spirituality. Oh, for sure, it, dude. it grabs you, you know, it yeah. grabs you in, yeah. in different emotional fucking plateaus and levees and yeah. valleys. You, you can drown in it and you can survive it. You can do all that shit yeah. with music. And especially with this scene now, it's, it's very open. Yeah. And shout out to fucking um, Happy As Fuck Bookings. Shout out to them. They be fucking doing all the work, man. Yeah. Shout out to Eat Brains. He he does all the scrapbooking looking things. Like, I don't know. It looks like a fucking ransom note. <laughs> <laughs> it looks tight, but he uses hella like naked girls and like, nice. I don't know, big ass dongs and shit. It's pretty tight. Dude, There there's so many people that are, are like supporting and like working towards good in the scene right now i see yeah. like different instagram accounts of different people booking shows mm-hmm. and like these different open mics like different people starting bands or just yeah. like playing uh it's just awesome man yeah, i don't have enough good things to say it's super awesome i just i just wish you know like you said with it when it comes to life you know with school and stuff yeah with, that balance mm-hmm, the, yeah. you just got to find that balance and i i tell um cheap shoes because we've been a band for a while now yeah but once i got accepted to the program I'm not going to say which program, yeah, yeah, no, but no, cool. I, I got accepted no to the program for school and I was like, Hey, like we got to take a little break, but you know, like right when I'm, when I'm out of school, we're going to fucking hit it hard. Yeah. And we have yeah. two shows 
next week. I don't know when this is going to come out, but... Yeah, I might um, try to put it out sometime this coming week. Okay, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we, we have a show with Iced. We have a show mm-hmm. with uh, Iced and Livid. They're on uh, tour. Nice. And, like, Fuming. Shout out to Knee Deep. And all of them. Like, it's it's fun. It's cool. And I'm on break right now, so... Nice. Whenever I'm on break, I go 100% art, music... Art, not school. Art, music, and then my girlfriend. Dude. <laughs> you know? That, yeah. That's how it is. And yeah. life is life. Like, of course... The shows, they're, they're just there just to be there, you know what I mean? And life, you kind of got to get your shit together. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to get my shit together. I'm playing music. I do art. Like, I want to do everything that people will tell me that I couldn't do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's always that, you know, coming from the, the, the Asian fucking family, you know, you got to be like, you want to be a doctor or a fucking lawyer, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, nah. I was like, I'll, I'll do something, but I'm going to prove you guys wrong that my homies from high school are still my fucking homies now yeah. and I don't need to drop anything just to fucking make y'all happy but I'll make you guys happy somehow somewhere. yeah I'll dude, take you <laughs> dude it doesn't matter what you do professionally yeah. like you're always a punk yeah exactly. you're always a musician you know exactly, what I mean man and like I remember I was listening to this podcast and they're like yeah, it gets me mad when someone's like, oh, you're still doing that music thing? Oh, dude, I <laughs> hate like, that. like, yo, like, that, music, that music isn't thing. just a fucking phase, my yeah. guy. You gotta, like, we do it because it's therapy, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, especially me coming through, like, all types of different life and shit. Yeah. Art and music has literally saved my fucking life, G. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being, like, fucking 14, like, 14 to, like, 17. I was, like, out there fucking sleeping at Sandman Park. Hanging out with the homies, doing graffiti, fucking stealing like crackers and tuna cans and raviolis just Dude. to fucking eat, man. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of fucking raviolis, I actually did um, I did a a new acoustic song at Not So Secret Sessions mm-hmm. with uh, Stevie. Shout out to Stevie. Um, I'll give you the link or whatever. Yeah, dude, that'd be tight. And then I just made one. That was one of the songs that I just made. So. Because, like I said, I don't put out songs just to put them out. Like, if I feel it, then I'll, I'll make them. Yeah. And that's that's how music should be. It's just come natural. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you think uh, I I asked you on uh, Instagram if you would be down to play a song, whatever it is. Do you have anything in mind that you might want to play uh, play for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got, I got something want, in do mind. Do you want to talk about it first or set um, it up in any way? Or, sure. Or? Yeah. Um, it's off my... My very first um, acoustic EP mm-hmm. called uh, "Old Songs." It's an old song. It's about um, a girl. Actually, she she used to live down the street, <laughs> <laughs> right right off on uh, Blue Fox down yeah. down there. And Blue, Blue Fox is right next to fucking Sandman Park. Yeah, dude. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about her and like you know like we're young, and just kind of we got we kind of fell off and did all this stuff. Like, we used to connect really, really hard, but then we just fell off. It's, it's a breakup song, yeah. kind of. But it's just, I guess, I don't know, I wrote it a long-ass time ago, but I, the thing that's cool is that there's people that listen to their songs and are like, oh, I'm sick of it. Fuck that, man. All the songs that I make, I make that because I want to listen to it. Yeah. I still listen to that shit every single day. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> because I want to put out music that I like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to sure. listen to my own shit, too. Yeah. But some people are like, oh, I'm tired. Well, I, mean, I get it. Like, you're tired of it, but... Why be tired of something that you created? It's like abandoning your fucking kid. You know, I would never do that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's interesting when bands like the, they don't play everyone's favorite song because they're tired of playing that song. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they fucking conceived yeah. it, man. You better cough that shit up because it's the fucking fans. You're playing for the fans. You're not playing for yourself, homie. 
Yeah. That's just how it is with me. Like, if, if someone wants me to play fucking Wonderwall, I'll play that shit right now. <laughs> All right. So, so you're going to play What was <laughs> yeah. the name of the song? Okay. This song is called uh, Cheap Beer and Wine. It's, okay. Like I said, it's Cheap about, Beer and Wine and then Wonderwall, right? You'll play that one oh, too. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll just freestyle something. No, yeah. yeah uh, that song, yeah, it's just about like me and her going through the notions mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of growing out from each other. And yeah, you know, being in like you you when you know when you're young you don't really know you don't really know that much. Yeah, and like the way you react to things you kind of just have to learn from it. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of just about that and like how, like even though things are rough, mm-hmm. I would never turn to like drinking or anything like that. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because the title "Cheap Beer and Wine." Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny you know like uh, alcohol is such a prevalent part of uh of society. our of our culture yeah of society oh. that like man i reference it sometimes in songs uh, as like a metaphor or something yeah and like to me i like like it, everyone else probably doesn't think anything about it but like to me i'm like oh shit i i just reference like alcohol is like someone gonna be like I don't know. Not get oh, me. Not understand they're, they're be like, me. Hey, you're canceled. Type of yeah, shit. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Man, dude, this guy said. That. This guy said he didn't yeah. drink. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I didn't fucking drink, but you know what? I was chopping up that fucking coke for you, huh? <laughs> That's yeah. just how it is. But yeah, dude, those references are so good. Yeah. Those references yeah, are so exactly. good. But yeah, that song is just me being young, trying to get out of this relationship, and just trying mm. to work shit out. Dude, that's tight. Thank you. I, I think that's uh, that's a super sounds super cool. Yeah. I'm excited to hear that. One last thing though. Um, yeah, dude. With um, with writing music, I actually started my girlfriend right now. Yeah. She listens to a lot of uh, country music. Nice. But contemporary country. Yeah. So you know, you know, like not a lot of people like contemporary country, bro. Like I don't give a fuck. Like that shit. There's a lot of shit, good. That shit goes hard. Good country right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Chris Stapleton, fucking lit as fuck. I don't give a fuck what anyone <laughs> says. Chris Stapleton is fucking tight. He's a songwriter. Does all this shit, but listening to a lot of stuff it reminds me of going back, especially mm. with the punk stuff, where people loved like uh, Johnny Cash. So yeah. to the point where, right when I found out that she liked country, I kind of went back to like Johnny Cash and I was like, okay, like there's a different type of country that I like, and with all that country stuff, that's literally singer songwriter at his most rawest form. Yeah, yeah. You know, like fucking Hank Williams and fucking Merle. Yeah. And all of them, like Willie Nelson, everybody, dude, man. Willie's my dude. Dude, my favorite guy that it's that's influencing me right now is Towns Van Zant mm-hmm. and Blaze Foley. Blaze Foley, the legend. Towns Van Zant is the goat, but Blaze Foley is the <laughs> fucking legend. Nice. Yeah. Dude, uh New Country, do you listen to Casey Musgraves? That sounds familiar. Dude, fucking Casey. Ah oh, man, I'm trying to think of like can you sing it? <laughs> uh, dude, I can't sing. I cannot sing her. She's too good. She's okay, too good. okay. I, I definitely recommend looking her up. Hella good stuff. And her, she's married to this other dude. His name's uh, Rustin Kelly. Fucking yeah, Rustin Kelly. That sounds hard. Dude, he's, he's like the guy. He's like our age probably. Yeah. Or uh, he grew up listening to like emo. Yeah. But he grew up in, in like Tennessee. Okay. So, yeah. so he couldn't get away from playing country. So he's just hella good country. But yeah. like his, like his songwriting, like... Dude, take away like any of the twang or anything that sound might sound country. Like his songs would sound good in any genre. Hell Just like yeah. good songwriting, good lyrics, yeah. good melody. Dude, you I, know? I can go on. Like I can go on for hours about that. Cause I was, I I just riff all the time. Yeah. I like, do country. 
Same thing as punk music. They yeah. DIY. They talk about their life. They talk about drinking fucking beers and doing alcohol. Yeah. Doing all this shit. <laughs> like, it's it's parallels, man. You know, yeah. Y'all just need to fucking open up your minds and shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my bad. Okay. No, no, no yeah. worries, dude. Hey, uh, like, before we, uh, like, we'll uh, we'll pause this recording and yeah. set up some different mics. But, like, anything you want to plug, like, like your yeah. projects, friends' projects, I don't care, dude. Go Oh, for go sure. Off. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to try to name everyone, but I'm sorry if I don't yeah, name you Yeah, this is the Oscar speech. Um, shout out to fucking Filthy Phil for filming everything. Follow him at uh, Filth of Stockton. And you can follow uh, Filth with P-H. Um, <laughs> shout out to No Worries. Shout out to uh, Knee Deep, The Old Heads. You know, shout out to um, Giovanni Brooks. Hopefully he gets yeah, on this dude. fucking podcast. Yeah, I just I told him about him. that. I was like, come through right now. And then. Yeah, dude, I told I told Gio a long time ago. I'm like, dude, I have to have you on. Hit yeah. me up. Like, yeah. I'm kind of like. Ask him the hard questions. Yeah. Because, you know, he's kind of he's kind of shy, but you just got to. Yeah. He's hey, real, though. Yeah. Why is it like, hey, why are you so tall? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your shoe size? You got like size like 35 feet. Yeah. Uh, he's a homie. But yeah, uh, yeah shout out to. Uh, to my band Cheap Shoes, follow us at Cheap Shoes HC, at in Instagram, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you can listen to my music and download um, my music for free. All that shit's for free. It's at uh, Matt Rat with two T's on both. M A T T R A T T dot Bandcamp dot com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Matt Mua Art. I'll spell that shit out for you. It's M A T T M O U A rt um also i play music i draw i do art if you want some commissions just let me know slide in my dms and yeah pretty much it cool dude yeah dude it's been awesome uh it's yeah. been a super, super fun <laughs> like going through some stockton shit and yeah man and, we, and chatting it up we, hey man I, I, i'm not technical but i can give you the riffs i'm not yeah. talking about guitar i just keep riffing you know yeah talking on my butt and shit <laughs> all right dude i'm gonna pause this and we'll uh we'll record some music awesome yeah thank cool. you oh shout out to you too man shout <laughs> Thanks, out to man. andrew whenever you're ready okay the song's called cheap beer and wine by myself matt rat fuck the flower shop Today she said, I'm tired and locked in my own few dreads. The day has came where you and I depart. Well, go ahead, the boy said so. He threw his fist into a glass window. Dig deep inside, both their souls, it's said and done. of my life a bicker and chatter why do I still bother to think of this like it was a few years ago the longing and singing over your voice is rough and coarse below and coy for things I remember by the bays and mine just run away look forward and never come back just run away I'm never coming back Cause I'm so lost and I'm so cold And I don't know just where to go And I'm looking up, not looking down And I wish the best for us Cause we're so 
Things change in life, and so did mine, but I'll never turn to cheap beer wine. I walk along the Stockton streets tonight. The better that we see that we were blind to the obscene events that tested time. The past is the past, so let it stay behind us. Time is fast and it's passing us by But I disregard the thoughts inside my head Yeah, one take, baby Dude. <laughs>